What's going on? Welcome to the pod. April the 2nd, and of course, we are presented by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. My friend Chris Clover at MacDyne is a proud Marshalltown guy. And why? who isn't a proud Marshalltown guy? Actually, Bloom. Great, great I, town. I was doing my, so once basketball season ends, this is how you get inside my brain. Once basketball season ends, I always make a master calendar of dirt races I want to go to. Of course. In the spring and the summer. Same late model show we went to in Marshalltown last year is back for year number two. I'm going to bring my earplugs this time. Uh, you wuss. Anyways, uh, Clover, he loves Marshalltown. He loves that community. Mechdyne actually is a really like great part of that community. He's all amped up that they have like this girl who's like a world champion Mario Kart player. I got to get her on the CW pod. I really feel like it'd be a good interview for me. Um, and now he's, he, you know, because we're our friends at Iowa Pork. Of course. You know, the pork producers. We love the pork producers. Clover is all, like, so Marshalltown is like the world's best pulled pork sandwich. What is, yeah. Yeah. The, God. the rest, the flying elbow in Marshalltown. Won Little free pub. Flying elbow. Never been. But I know this. When we go see Clover next yeah, time. Giddy up. We're getting, we're going to the flying elbow. If you want to work for a cool guy like that, you should go to MacDyne.com. And you should uh, be a part of their hiring process if you would like to look at it. Because they, they, they really don't screw around. They, it's a cool process from what I understand. Like They make sure things are a really good fit. And it's just a phenomenal company. I love promoting them. I love the fact that they are Cyclone fanatics over there in the great city of Marshalltown. We're going to be starting our engines, baby. Race season coming up. I'll be hanging out in Marshalltown a lot right now on your Sunday. How about we start things off with my man, English? Bring in the horns. Yeah. Really quick story. This is not Iowa State related. We'll get to that. So English, the guy who's going to come in on the vocals here. Yeah, the English. Last time it was English was over here. We got the UFC pay-per-view. And you stiffed us because you, you were just ignoring our text. It's one of the many times you've done Those that. main events don't go to like midnight sometimes. So I was playing for him. I did the same thing to you. The... Formula One show on Netflix. Yeah. Drive to Survive. Got Fantastic. him hooked. Fantastic. I watched did, the race this morning. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Well, it was on at midnight. Oh. Did you watch the... You must have seen a it replay. must have been the replay. <laughs> it okay. came on at midnight last night. I was so confused. Night. Okay. <laughs> because it was in Australia. I'm, I'm, but they always replay it like That's three times. Yeah. And I'm not smart enough to know the difference. So well, how, how would you know? It's not like you're following all of these Formula One accounts on Twitter. It's so funny, though, because now I got English texting me like three days a week. He's like, oh, my God, where's Daniel Ricardo going to end up next year? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see what Jensen Button said about Lando Norris? <laughs> Listen what? to this man's voice. It's an angel. My problem is that one guy wins all the time. Uh, Verstappen? Like, we got it. Max? Like that. Well, here, it's, it's not, not the good guy. for the sport. It's the car, but... 
here's the thing. Three years ago, it was Lewis Hamilton. And he had won like seven titles in a row. Okay. Well, so, this- like, it goes in spurts, and that's what's fun about this. It's like, oh, know. which team is chasing this team now to have the better car? But isn't the point... If if I know what who the winner of the race is going to be, then why do I want to pay attention to it? Like, because then, like I just at least the races go fairly fast. Yeah, they're they're actually perfect for our attention span. I, I watched, so I was I was back home. I had family stuff to take care of last night, so it would have been Saturday. And Elise and I, so for you guys listening, my three year old has like legitimate separation anxiety with me. Can't blame her. I mean, if you had a dad as awesome as me, you want to be around him all the time, too. Everybody just roll their eyes. But yeah. yeah, everybody's rolling their eyes. A couple yep. people just spit out their coffee. Yep. I get it. Yep. So we, mom and dad don't have a great sleeping situation for that many people. So Elise and I were just like, oh, we'll just sleep on the couch. We stayed up until about two in the morning watching the <laughs> F1 race last night. Should have texted you. Elise, like, I like the red car. No, that's Ferrari. We don't root for them. They are the Yankees. <laughs> Oh my! It was interesting weekend. Welcome to the pod. Yeah, interesting week. Dead weekend. Uh, literally a dead time for recruiting. The the calm before the storm. Um, picks right back up here. This it week. is. Yeah. So we wanna we wanna touch on basketball recruiting because we know that many. Th- this is this is gonna heat up. It's gonna get real fun. A, a really quick plug for the work we do. There's never a better time to be a Cyclone Fanatic Premium subscriber. You can sign up on Patreon or the forum. Housekeeping, I've had so many people over the years ask me what's the difference between Premium and Patreon. Just real quick, there is no difference. Content-wise, it's the exact same thing. I'm providing the same thing. Some people like chatting on the forums. Right. With people, and there's a premium forum that you get without any ads. Or a lot of people, like my dad, for instance, he just wants it straight to his inbox. Yep, same with my he doesn't dad. want to screw with any of that stuff. So that, we're giving you an option. And the Patreon is just the email yes. newsletter, basically. That's all it is. So there is no difference in the content that you get between the two. So I just wanted to clarify that you should go sign up. I would anticipate the next week is going to be crazy as far as setting visits up. Mm-hmm. There are six names I have given them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'll say this without giving too much away right now, uh, because really we can't, I don't want to make it public because we don't know enough yet. There's a lot of moving pieces this time of year, Bloom, you know, better than anyone. And they're working on getting visits set up. I will say this. Uh, the six names that they have are very encouraging. I feel like they're in a considerably better spot this year. And a lot of the work that you guys have done at We Will, um, that it, it seems to me like the basketball program is going to have a good spring. I don't know how good of a spring, but yeah. they're in on some really good players. Yeah, and ultimately, still got to f- close the deal. Well, and, and that's where the NIL, you don't know where that curveball is coming from. Right. As we saw last year with Grant Basile is the perfect example. Yeah, and, and you know, it's one thing to be in the conversation. That's step one. Mm-hmm. So then you get him on campus, step two, and then closing the book is, is step three. Now, I will say in our world, just from, again, we, you, you hear hearsay here and there, the, the market, quote-unquote market, is probably at least double than last year, maybe even triple. I mean, that's how, like we talked about last week, all of these collectives have, have ramped up 
which means yeah. that's great that we will collective has ramped up, but so has yeah. everybody else. So is UCF. Yeah, so everybody. Is, yeah. It's, so it's just like, yeah. I mean, there are there. I've heard speculation that a player like Caleb Grill. I'm not saying I don't know exactly what Caleb's getting. I know the number I heard is going to be in the six figures. So I mean, that's that's what you're dealing with here. It's right or wrong. That's where it is. And so I think you know it's. TJ and staff are awesome at identifying what the needs are, what they want, to make the connections. Uh, but now the, they just got to got to get it done. And so, do I wish we had more resources? Absolutely. I mean, that make me feel a little bit better about where, where we're at. But it's a it's a team effort, and see what we can get done. I'd like to um, take this to a different level, and I apologize if you hear my kids in the background. But the, hey, listen, Sunday. it's uh, this is how we roll here. On Williams and Bloom, you never know when the kids are going to be around. She's not breaking anything. And I'm just really proud of my kid, Cammie. She's coming a long way in her softball, man. She's been working really hard. You should see her now. No, she's not great. She's we'll not the posi- best player on the a team. Got a position picked out? Right now, if I had to play her, it'd be in the outfield. Because okay. I don't trust that she could stop a line drive from a third grader. <laughs> but but we're coming along. Yeah. She's just working hard. That's yep. all you ask yep. for as yeah. a coach, right? Those practices. Yep. She's basically big Rob energy. The... <laughs> The jump she's made from year one to year two. I, don't, I will mention, uh, I would say it's not really after a lot of posts right now. No. So I think what that means, uh, well, Rob announced last week he's coming back. You're going to war with Trey King, Big Rob Energy, Hassan and Ward. Hassan is coming back. Yeah. Pretty much officially now. And, and Omaha Omar. is going to be able to Omar play. Omaha is going to be your starting he can, four. He can play that big, I mean, big, how much, big three, how four. How much will King play the five? A lot. Yeah, that's what I was... Think? I think it'll be interesting. I mean, you. This is why I think this this the staff is it wants to have the ability to play, you know, like that Iowa State team with Niang and Dustin Hogue as your posts. Now, I think Trey King could fit that as a really small five. Dude, I think but, he's going to be great next. But year. if you have if you put Trey with Omaha and Omaha could be now if you're if you're pe- playing like, absolute nasty defender. He is. Now, if you're playing the Hunter Dickinsons of the world, you have no chance mm-hmm. with Trey King against that guy. But most bigs anymore aren't just straight post up. We're going to go to work. I, I've had a lot of... I was going to write this in my newsletter tomorrow. So I'll give you guys some freebies here. But like, I've had a lot of Patreon people ask me, why aren't we in on any posts? And in my mind, and, and I'm, maybe I'm wrong, I would much rather get three guards. In the portal. Yes. Because chances are not all of them are going to be great. Like, hitting 100 is hard. You know, I would rather have more depth at guard and just go at it in the... I, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm nuts. I, no, Maybe I, I'm I, I would say generally, and and I apologize to my, my guy Jared Stansberry, the, the big man's time to shine is... is has faded a little bit. Well, it's like with Jones, you know, he's a pretty good defensive post. And so is Ward right. can be yeah. a rim presence. And then, you have that there. And if you need the offense, you, Trey can do a lot of that. And then Omaha, you're getting this like elite yeah. talent. So I don't see like why people are like, oh, we need to get a 6'11". I mean, you kind of had that. Like it's, it's a lot harder to hit on a post in this market with what the big men are going for. Which yes. in many cases is a quarter of a million especially, dollars. Especially the big men that can shoot. Like, that's yeah. the unicorn. Hunter Dickinson will get over a million to go somewhere. I, he, yeah, but I, w- I, w- I wouldn't touch that guy. But I'm telling yeah, you, he, he will. will. Wherever he oh, goes, yeah, he'll make more than a million that's dollars. That's why he's yeah. leaving. 
He's going to go to like North Carolina and get a million dollars somewhere. I'm not saying them, but sure, like, it'll be a blue cotton. blood. Yep. Somebody will pay him for that. So the, the question I was going to ask you is in the women's game now. Yeah. So like Lexi Donarski and Danae Fritz are going to be two of the top five transfers in women's basketball. What is What are players like that in the women's game commanding? Because I've heard that's where it's taken a huge step because they weren't even in the game last nope. year. And now nobody was. the women's game is paying six figures for really good players. Have yeah, you heard that? that it's 100% true. Okay. Yep. I mean, in LSU's the perfect example. That it, whole team. All nine new players. Most of them were transfers. Most of them got a decent amount of compensation to, to get there. I don't know the exact number. And that's the thing. Nobody, nobody really knows. I heard a rumor about them. I didn't even know if this is legal. And I don't know if this is true. This is just a rumor. I'm this is what NIL is right now. I yep. heard that they are signing contracts and they can't transfer. Is that true? So what you can do, because I'm dealing with this at the moment, you, can, you can't tie it into being enrolled at a school okay. or playing for a school's basketball team. But you can maybe have some wording in there of must be living in Baton Rouge. Mm. Okay. So that's how and and again you, you I have no idea it. if that is true. That is the one thing that you cannot do with contracts is you cannot tie it in any capacity because that's pay to for player play. performance. Which is so stupid cuz all of that's this That's what is it is anyway. Play. I understand. And I, and I know people make that argument to me. I'm like, I agree. I, yeah. I'm not saying it's right. It's just that's the way it is. Well, what I like about your approach is you're looking at this and it's like here's my deal to people who bitch at people like Brent. You're not stepping up and doing anything. Because the because the fact of the matter is at this time last year Iowa State had nothing, and then a yep. couple of guys like Harclaw and Luch and that group rank, stepped yep. up and rank yeah, they step up and say we've got to do something or Iowa State you know, and it's you may not like it but it's the way it is right now and you're going to be the same person who's on fire when Iowa State wins three football games last year because the talents not, right like you can't have it. All these different ways. I don't like it either. I mean, I've, I've been talking about this for eight years yeah. on the radio. But, I don't know. I'm it, no, really I, frustrated I, it, by it's, some of the reactions. Sure. And it's, you know, it's again, it's a personal decision for everybody. It's all just like today or this weekend, we announced that we are now partnering with the Cyclone Gridiron Club, which is, you know, the football only uh, fundraising operation has been around for 20, 25 years. The great Mike Lacey invented Yep, Mike yeah. Lacey, who is... Um, One of man, my all-time favorite people at Iowa State. If you were to rank the most important people that most Iowa State fans may not have heard about, Mike Lacey would be near the top of the list for yep. what he did no for doubt. Iowa State Athletics as a, as a supporter and one of the creators of the Gridiron Club. But... Uh, just to show the importance of kind of where NIL fits in this thing, that we've now, working with football and working with the administration, everybody's now on the same page of, you know, what, what the Gridiron Club can now do. The Gridiron Club is officially uncoupled from the Iowa State Foundation. They used to take donations that were run through the foundation. They're now away from them. So the Gridiron Club will be able to, if that's the, where the need of the football staff is, mm-hmm. they'll be able to direct funds now to the We Will Collective. That's uh, great. Which is great. Like this is so they 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 raise anywhere they've been giving three hundred to four hundred thousand dollars per year. So that will get State us football. A, a backup forward. This is only football. <laughs> okay. This is only football. That's that, that's the cool thing <laughs> yeah, though. Is no, yeah, it, people can direct funds. Like if you don't want to, if you don't want to support 
football, that's fine. We have we can do men's basketball only. Uh, if you want, you want, if you want to do women's basketball, yeah. we have a women's basketball only fund. Where is wrestling? I know so you they, guys aren't doing yeah, it. They have they have so the Cyclone Regional Training Center. Yes, that's what I thought. I would encourage if you if you're a wrestling fan, like support them, and they already have a great operation already set up. They have that, those huge golf outings. It's, and yeah. it's it that's that's their best fundraising arm that directly helps that program because. And that's that's really interesting. I'm gonna do a I want to do a podcast with Dresser this summer and talk about this because I did one with him when he first got the job, and all we talked about was that. And like yep. that's like the key to building a great wrestling. It, it program. is. It's in there. There, and I, I don't know all the backstory to how that got created, but th- these if you have a successful training center, you attract not only recruits, but then you're able to keep. Some of your your you, former wrestlers that could all work out in the same. They complex. want to train for the Olympics and stuff. And then that yeah. just betters the program yeah. and everything else. So it's fascinating. You know, I, I think um, hopefully people realize that their money does support does have a direct impact, and I think you'll see it in the next ten days. Yeah. Um, that said, are there some people that we've been told we're not even in the conversation? Yeah. Hunter Dickinson's up. not coming to Iowa. Well, State. there 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 have been <laughs> Chris. I'll just be honest. There've been a couple players who. Their their base level of support needed we couldn't we couldn't get to yeah so it's real it's the it's a real thing and does that make it right no I don't I don't agree with it but that's just that's the market of where it is now and so I credit TJ and staff again they're gonna find the right guys to the right fit that will um, be able to to handle what we we can provide okay so as we continue on our conversation I want to give a shout out to a new advertiser. Yes. Of ours, but yes. he's also um, very passionate about what you you are doing. He's the best, and this is cool. Colin Newell. Wait a minute, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, you're damn right it does. So Colin is the longtime offensive lineman for the Cyclones, elite center, and might I say, elite human being. He all Big Twelve. Yeah, really good guy. In All fact, I told him I told him that I hung out with his mom at the Big 12 championship game that year. Yeah, in Dallas, yeah. down in Dallas. So Colin now works for Farm Bureau Financial Services and he is you switched all of your insurance over to him, I did. Am, I, am I correct? I, that is a fact. We're working on a deal with Colin now where when he gets a referral here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network He's going to make donations to the We Will Collective. So this is a way where maybe you can't afford to donate to the collective, or maybe it's just not your thing. Well, this is cool. You get to go and maybe have coffee with Colin Newell, look into switching your insurance where you can save some money, and it's there's benefits going to the collective through this deal. How awesome is that? And this is, I mean, this was Colin's idea. He approached, he approached us and said, "Hey, I want to help out. Um, how can I help out?" And so, and this is a way. It's a, it's a win-win. And again, it's just requesting a quote. And I'll just be honest. I was like, "Sure, Colin, I'll, I'll take a quote. It doesn't really cost anything." He ended, he is saving me, C Dub, like six hundred dollars this year, just in insurance. Six hundred dollars. I thought I same unbelievable same level of coverage, same everything. Um, from my previous uh, policy and saving six hundred dollars plus, I didn't know my insurance agent before. Like I didn't. I just he was just like if I had a problem, I yeah. would call the guy. Yeah, Colin. I I could, he'll text me out of the blue to say hey how's how are things going? And Boy, he's, he's just an awesome. He texted me. He's a really good Friday he's, morning. Yeah, when the storm was coming in, he's like hey. 
just so you know, if, if we have any issues, just feel free and get a hold of me whenever you want. Look like, at this guy. He was like, before the storm, I'm like, man. He's, he's watching radar. He's watched radar for me. So, awesome guy, but the, the fact Protected that he wants... Protected Brock Purdy. He now did, he's protecting Bloom. Good buddies. No, and, and it's just, uh, it's neat that it's, I have found Cyclones helping Cyclones is the coolest part of all this. And this is his way to help out while also... Building up his he'll, he'll do a good job hey, for you, you too. You like watching Colin play over the years? You Go can, talk to the guy. Yeah, and you can help him build up and his I business. Think, That's uh, awesome. I think he's, you know, Colin is Colin's a go-getter. Guy's going to be a rock star. Dude, he already is. He's going to be big. Um, he's already representing, I think, some of the Iowa State coaches up there. So, again, big he's time. really good at his job, and Farm Bureau is a, a very strong company, too. I want to give you his email address if you want to request a quote or whatever you guys want to do here. It is, and we're going to have more information. We're just getting this deal it off the started ground. today. Yep. Yeah. His email address, and don't misspell his name. I've done this a million times. The poor guy i i probably did this half the time when i wrote his name back in the day c-o-l-i-n there's not two l's c-o-l-i-n dot newell n-e-w-e-l-l at f-b-f-s dot com again i'm going to read that to you again colin one l newell at f-b-f-s dot com i also would like to encourage you guys to give our folks at Gravitate Coworking a call. They are, uh, man, they've been two, three years advertising here. Yeah. On the program. Yeah. I mean, they just, the first just, ones. just been killing it. Yeah, one of the first. Uh, Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. I was having lunch with some folks down in Stanton today. You've been to Stanton before. Yeah, the, the Vikings. And they were, um, it, it was funny. The, so I wouldn't think. Where do you go to eat in Stanton? There's a nice restaurant there now, actually. Oh. Had brunch after church. Um, this is fascinating to me. My friend, our friend Jenna, you know Jenna? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she's like the community director, like outreach, whatever. They're in Stanton. I don't know her official Community title. relations, et cetera. Yep. They want to put a co-working spot in Stanton's downtown. I wouldn't think that a town that size would have a need like that. There is. Hmm. There's a lot of people in town who work from home now. And I thought that was, oh, my God, this is fascinating. Because, you know, they got one in Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, I get it. But I, I was just thinking, like, holy crap. I just think about this with cities. Think about how far ahead our friends at Gravitate are with this. I don't know. I thought that was cool. No, so, Tied it all together. Well, if you think about cost of living in Stanton's less than probably about anywhere. So if you can work from home. Might yeah. well work from home where your cost of living is a lot lower. No doubt, love it. No doubt, but that's that's why gravitates a perfect for this this new new chaos. Gravitatecoworking.com. Plus, let's, he's a good dude. That that helps. Let's talk women's basketball. Uh, we have another transfer since we recorded last time. Now this is dated news. We don't need to do too much on the name Fritz uh, Stansbury and Connor did a podcast about this earlier or later last week. Um, I'll give you my really quick take on yeah. it. Here's the deal. Is is the Finley program going up in flames? No, it's absolutely not. Absolutely not. Does that not mean that you shouldn't look in the mirror when five players transfer in the span of 10 days or whatever it is? And I understand that three of them weren't coming. I get it. So that is a major caveat you have to have when discussing this. Yeah. But to lose players of Donarski and Fritz's, um, you know, talent level 
the way that it all went down, surprising everybody, whatever, you absolutely have to look in the mirror and go, how can we evolve and how can we do things maybe a little differently in this era? That's where I'm at. Yeah. But they just won a freaking Big 12 tournament still. Like, I'm not going to just back off of that. They've got their best recruiting class they've ever signed coming in. Connor did some really good work. Talked to Addie Brown. He's been trying to get a hold of the other ones. Apparently, these young women are tough to get a hold of these days. Um, listen, like I'm not panicking, but I also think it's just good, and it's a good thing for every program when you've been there as long as Bill has, and that staff has really been – they've had continuity what, for over 10 years. Yeah, since 2010. Yeah. Um, any of these programs that have had so much con- – I think it's – a really good thing to just look in the mirror and be like, okay, we should, we should make some adjustments here. Maybe we do this a little bit differently. Yeah. I know that they're in, I reported on a guard that they are in on a power five guard who I think would come right in and make a big impact. I watched Brown play in the McDonald's all American game. She's going to come in and start. I don't yeah, think there's super any good player doubt yep. in my mind. We'll see what Crooks can watch. do as yep. a freshman. Um, who knows what the young Jones girl could do? I, yeah. I, I don't. I haven't and seen. And then her. Um, the Roosevelt kid, Jackson's going to oh, be a yeah. really good player. I think she's going to be a really nice player. Yep. So again, I'm not like paper bag breathing into panicking here, but I also recognize when I watch the women's tournament, you know there are the game is changing mm-hmm. and you got to be able to change in certain ways with it. So let's, let's see how they do. I'm, I'm really interested. Bill smart. He's done this and he's had to change before and Absolutely. he's done it. Yeah. And when I say change, like you don't have to completely change who you are. A tweak here or there can go a really long way. Let's well, see where it goes. Well, and then you just Danae And I, I would say this, I think you're still dealing with 19, 20 and 21 year olds that, make decisions, you know, sometimes emotionally or just because. And it doesn't mean it's a, like a there's a mutiny or anything in, in on hand. You're going to see, and I said I think I think women's basketball is a year behind as far as I numbers agree. in the portal. Yeah. I think these these women are now realizing, wait a second, why can't I do this too? There is like you talked about with LSU, there is some NIL money. I don't I don't think that's why Fritz and, and Donarski left. But you see somebody else saying, hey, they seem to have it good over there via social media, and I've heard really good things about there, and maybe I'm not real happy here. Mm-hmm. I think I would say, in general, there's a lack of contentment with people today is, oh, they have it better than me. Rather than try and stick it out, I'm just going to go over there type of thing. For good or bad, now that they can, they just they do. And so I, I think everybody has their own reason. It wasn't isn't one particular reason. You heard Fritz say to, to Tommy Birch in the register that was a style of play or a, an offensive system thing. Okay, that, I mean, yeah, you, that was well, weird. It was it was it was interesting. Yeah, but you you cannot. A lot of times you can't put logic into all this and just have one big factor. Everybody has a reason. I agree with you. I think it's a lot like the football staff having to reassess after last year and saying, okay, why is this happening? But then again, Maryland, who's arguably one of the best coaches in college basketball, and Brenda Freeze has the Iowa State connections. They've had four freshmen enter the transfer portal yeah. this year. It's happening everywhere. Does that make it right? Does also, it make, mean it, there isn't a problem? I don't know. I mean, you you still won the Big 12. You've been wildly successful. You have this great group coming in. But I do think that's a reflection point of going, okay, well, what can we do? Is it just being this more present? Just yeah, I don't know. I've made this point on this podcast where I've talked about Huggins. Yeah. 
And it's just like, I don't know if he wants to coach in this era. It, it looks like he's not having as much fun. Now, Bill's had more fun, I think, in the last three years than, he, than I've seen him in the last ten. But my, some of these coaches, the older ones, and Bill would be in that category, it's either you got to shift things a little bit. Sure. Or, or, and, like, Long Kruger didn't want to do it. Yep. anymore you yep. know Krzyzewski didn't, didn't want to do it, it anymore yep. and Jay that's right didn't want to do it anymore Bill Bill has told us on the podcast yeah I'm I'm really enjoying this I'm still going they just won the big 12 tournament they're not you know they had an early exit but they had a lot of stuff happen this mm-hmm. year right like mm-hmm. it wasn't like this I was you know I was telling my niece like did you know that Suarez is gonna be a top five pick in the draft what yeah, yeah that's how good she is right like I'm not making an excuse but I'm saying like you can't coach like you did 20 years ago. And Bill's made a lot of adjustments over the years, and it's been a up and down and ebbs and flows and all that stuff. But he's consistently gotten to the tournament, right? So, like, he's had the success. Mm-hmm. You can't go off and fire a guy because a couple of players transfer. Like, I've seen some of that on Twitter, and it's like, that's bonkers. But you can look in the mirror and go like, okay, we can make an adjustment here, make an yeah. adjustment there. And it, that's why these older coaches, they got to do that. And 100% that's that's happening. Yeah. And I think you just got to look at, okay, how do we fit in in this era? If 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 is, if is the rules say that you can leave on a whim and, and do that, then what can we do to make sure your experience is as healthy as it is for everybody? And sometimes that... I don't know if you call it coddling or culture building, whatever that is. Um, sometimes that con- conflicts with how you used to do it in the past. But if that's what it takes, and ultimately at the end of the day, you can be the best coach ever. But if you don't have the, the players, it, it's just it, there's not a whole lot you can do. And so I think it's this really fine balance that it's hard. Like this, I, I there it's, has never been a more difficult time to be a high major coach at any level because there's so many things that have changed and changed all at once that I can't blame some of these coaches for yeah. trying to figure and, it all out. And some of them have just said, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's, and, and some, some have adjusted better than others. And I, 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 but the thing about Bill is he's always won. He's always been successful. And, you know, I think that staff is still pretty good. I know Billy's Billy's on top of what it takes that they just, they're recruiting the best recruiting. they've ever done. And once, I think once it settles out and, and you figure out, okay, how do we relate in this new era? Um, I don't think the world's ending by any but means. But you got to, you can't say status quo. Yeah. it's And it's just like any business. Look at the newspaper business. Yep. Like you have to adjust, you have to, and I know, and you do too, like they're having conversations, they're working on stuff. Yep. Boy, it makes it a lot better when you have your that recruiting class coming in, right? Like it just, at the very least, worst case scenario, you're going to see Really talented well, young players coming in, and you've got. I mean, Iowa State still that the, the thing that Iowa State still has is that infrastructure in place uh, from Pollard on down, plus the fan support. Correct is still incredible, and so I, I really do think that that still means something to a player. And I, I'm I'm just not. I'm ultimately, I think this is a learning point for everybody. And to what it takes in this new modern era, it's different. It's just, the game is different than it was even even ten years ago, and uh, got to figure out a way to adjust. And I think the staff will. All right, um, want to thank my friend Jeremy Danielson, Danielson Law, 
com. So we're getting into the point of time, and we're not quite there, but we'll get there soon. Where are you all taking your summer vacations? Yeah, are, I would are too. Are you doing one? I, well, I, I'd had a little, did I tell you what? I saw all our guys at uh, Mississippi River Distilling Company you yesterday. Would, yeah, you went and drank some good old Cody I, Road right was, out of the barrel, didn't it was, you? It was the good stuff, man. So I went over there. We had a little, uh, our tailgate crew, um, one of our guys lives in the Quad Cities area. So we did a bus tour, uh, started at Mississippi River, and we almost couldn't get out of there. Like it was, was the gonna, stuff was so good. It's you like man, started there. I know. It was, it so was, you guys were just bombed. When we you got we we were feeling pretty good, and we're like, oh shoot, we already. How's Ryan? Was Ryan? Already? Ryan's awesome. I mean, Ryan is the best. He's and one of the all time good dudes that I've ever met in this business. He and uh, former meteorologist. Did you know that? I did know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, and former Cy. You knew that too. I he's, did know that. Yes. He's Ryan's great. Clone to the bone. That and guy is. was just rolled out the red carpet for us and. We uh we hopefully helped his business because we bought <laughs> we bought a lot of drinks. He's making a whiskey for you too, right? So he is. So this is uh, this is happening. We're working on the the details, but he came to me a couple months ago. He's like, I want to help out the collective. What about if we do something like a We Will whiskey, where we can brand something? I'm sure Jack Price Jack Trice would be so proud. And then give <laughs> and then give a percentage a, a decent percentage of all the proceeds. He's hit the collective. He's like, surprised. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to make any money off this, but let's, I'm not let's help the Iowa state brand and help you and, guys out. And his family's lineage to Iowa state goes back to his grandfather. It's, it's a really cool story. Like so they're we'll, diehards. More detail. I, we're hoping to uh, so unveil the, that by football season. By the Cody road. Like it's a, it's not only a really good product, but you're supporting awesome people. And that, so they've got they got some amaretto now out there. I mean, they got yeah, some, yeah, some new stuff that's really, really and that place. Honestly, it's beautiful. It's uh, it's my favorite place in Eastern Iowa. I don't have a lot of favorite places in yeah, Eastern I don't Iowa. I like to go over there very but often. Either that that view on the river there, like Leclerc's a really really cool town right there too. All right, so let's put it this way: Let's say you're at the Mississippi yeah, River sorry. Distilling Company. Yeah. And you, I thought about looking at some real estate over there. You had, <laughs> you had too much to drink, and you can't get home. But you need a notary. <laughs> You've got to get something notarized. And you're like, oh my god, I can't get home. I had way too much Cody Road. I got the guy just for you. His name is Jeremy Dean, and and I can tell you that Jeremy is just as passionate about the Cyclones as pick up the phone. Ryan Burchett is. This guy's a nutty cyclone. He's nuts. He's a nut cyclone fan. Danielsonlaw.com. D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-Law.com. So he's a real estate attorney. So basically all the horrible documents that you have to do when you buy and sell at home, he'll take care of them for you. And like, so a lot of times your realtor is going to be like, oh, I got people to do this. No, I got my guy. Jeremy Danielson, DanielsonLaw.com. He's also, they do online notary service, which is brilliant. I don't know why people didn't start doing that at another time. That doesn't make a lot of sense to yeah. me. Who um, needs to go to the bank anymore? Come on. Big 12 segment now. And I, we don't need to go too deep on this because a lot of it's hypothetical. Yes. But it's presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrids. Always appreciate them. God, in it, and I really they're right there. They're in Geneseo. Yeah, yeah, you're right it's across right the street over there. from them. Saw a lot of wiffles over there. I saw a lot of wiffle signs back in Page County. Holy crap, Taking they're over. everywhere. Taking wiffles over. Hybrids always presents our um, Big Twelve segment here on the podcast. So, Final Four is over. Well, it it's not over, yeah, but it yeah. it will be this week. 
a lot of predictions that this is going to be a weird off season. I'm already planning on not having much of an off season with transfer portal mm-hmm. and realignment and everything. So I just want to talk about one hypothetical. I'm not going to bring up. I don't want to talk about the four corner thing, the Pac-12 thing. Yeah, because they I, still don't have a TV contract. Yeah, so I don't. I don't know. We're not going to get into that right now. There'll be plenty of time for that this summer. So what I'm hearing okay. is like that this. your marks like grand plan, regardless of what happens with the Pac-12 schools, is to essentially have two conferences. Now, one is a is the football, mm-hmm. and it's like your normal Big Twelve, twelve teamer, like what we are used to right now. And then there will be basketball only schools that he essentially wants to turn into like the SEC of basketball. Hmm. The theory is your mark will... So right now, when when you sign a TV contract, it's the whole package. Ah, I see where you're going. Yeah. So it's like... All your rights, all sports. Women's basketball. Yep. uh, You get some wrestling. So the wrestling's on ESPN now. You know, like... Yep. It's everything. Your mark, I've been told, wants to sell basketball, and I'm assuming men's, but I don't know where the women fit in. I, I assume if you take men's, you, you're taking the women too. Sure. He wants to sell it separately. Interesting. I like everything I've else. never thought about that. The theory is with this mega TV deal coming up for the NBA, mm-hmm. and it's, it's going to be a monster. Yep. Yep. There will be losers. That one Not inventory. everybody can get the NBA package. Let's say Turner loses out. Oh, yep. Amazon is hammering the pavement wanting this yep, NBA because that deal. thing goes through twenty five. What, what if ESPN loses? Like, there's a lot of it. Like NBC is rumored to be heavy into this NBA negotiation. Comcast, NBC, right? Mm. They've got Peacock. There's going to be losers. Mm-hmm. Your mark wants to present the losers with, hey. We have the best conference in college basketball. We are the SEC of college basketball. That would include Gonzaga, which I could make arguments that they would fall off quickly. Look at Butler since they joined the Big East. Would sure. Be my, would be my sure. argument there. Whatever. Uh, this, that's not relevant in this conversation. Would St. John's, Villanova, those type of the schools. East, and yeah. I have no idea if they would be interested in this. Yeah. They got it pretty good in the Big East right now. Um, but that's that's kind of what I'm hearing is the goal. Interesting. Can you pull this off as a whole other deal? I have no idea. What do you think of that? It makes it makes a lot of sense because I would say as a whole, football is the driver. Football is the moneymaker. But just based on what the NBA is getting in, in meteorites – there still is, I think, an undervalued market there for college basketball. And I'd say that the younger audience, it's not trending away from football by any means, but I would say the demographic that the streamers would want would be in that college basketball prime uh, position for market rights. So I think there is something to that. Uh, and then why not make your conference the best and make it national? I mean, there's nothing stop if you if you split them up and you have basketball only, there's nothing stopping you from doing your own twenty plus team 
school league then. And these basketball teams are already Lear jetting and stuff. And yeah, so it's I mean, not. And it's, that's not a, it, I actually, I hadn't thought about that because my was biggest reservation was, all right, if you make it too big, then everybody's getting a piece of the pie and you just dilute the whole pie. No, that, it would be. Ba- but if it's basketball Gonzaga is only getting a chunk of the basketball contract. Right. I think that could really work. Now, the competition then isn't the SEC and the Big Ten because they're still going to package yeah. theirs together. The competition then is the Big East. And so it's almost a race, and this is an interesting point. It's it, almost a race between the Big East and the Big 12 new basketball league to get some of those premier Big East programs. Like Georgetown is going to get real good real fast. So they just they just spent a crap ton on Cooley. St. John's just spent a man, bunch man, of money. Eddie Lampkin. <laughs> spent a bunch of money on Patino. Connecticut is playing for a national championship. They've dedicated most of their resources now to basketball. They're just kind of punting on Creighton football Creighton was now. a shot away from the final Creighton's four. right there. you got Xavier spent a bunch of money on Sean Miller. The Marquette was Shaka. Uh, the big I mean, East, hell, Creighton was a shot away from possibly having an all-Big East final. final. Yeah, and then that's not to mention Villanova, who's won, what, three of them yeah. in the last decade? So, it's a race then. you Maybe, though, you could pay those schools more to come to the Big 12 because the Big 12's got a little extra padding with so the, the football The contract. theory is... I like this. The theory is you take the money that Texas and Oklahoma yeah. had to pay. You just spend you it use on that basketball. As like collateral to pay these schools the, to come. The Big East. Hey, team. we'll give you $10 million right now if you come here, and then you can have your chunk. Is that Would it be weird to have a conference that spans randomly all across the... Yeah. I, yeah, I, mean, I, would, I, guess, I wouldn't like it, but... That's it's. It. I also realized that, you know, I'm talking about evolving and stuff, and I realized that but, my my dream of my... 10 team, you know, all geographic leagues is it's gone. Not happening. But if you get, I mean, just, you just basically, it's an NBA model. You know, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, split right. it into four groups of five or whatever. I don't even know what they would look like. And then you play, uh, you know, you play the tournament. You maybe you have a holiday tournament too. Like you can do some really cool playing stuff. Like we, you, need, we need to make sure and get a bunch of West Coast teams so Iowa State doesn't get stuck out West. Well, I heard a rumor. I know San Diego State is want is now people, couples conferences are hot after them too. Now they would want to be football as well. They should absolutely go and get them before the Pac-12 does. There's no that just to hurt the Pac-12 more than anything. Would you take them for football as well? Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? They they've been good in football. Yeah, and they got that new stadium. Yep. San Diego is a great place for other teams to go. And visit. It doesn't have pro sports. Yeah, there. it's great. Well, you know, well, Padres, I guess. Yeah, they don't count. It'd be perfect. Like I, honestly, I've been saying that for a while. I'd rather have them than Colorado. I, I like the idea. Now, the more I think about it, and this is why your Mark's doing all the stuff in New York City. I'm pretty sure too. Like because he wants St. John's the, and yeah. like all those schools. You get you get the St. John's, the the Georgetowns. The, I heard this rumor out of mm-hmm. Iowa City. Okay, they think they're going to get put in a pod. Them Nebraska. USC and UCLA. Oh my gosh. For football. <laughs> They're like terrified that that's going to happen. Uh, well, I mean, that's. They, I heard this rumor out of Iowa City. It was the last well, time I was. The, the school's out west. I mean, it makes sense. So I, honestly, if the Big 12 ad just goes just, basketball only. You I need, don't want to get stuck with like Gonzaga, BYU, right. well, Iowa just, State. So you need, you need, I would say you need like f- at least four out there. Well, that would be the four corner schools. BYU. Yeah, so if you could get and BYU and yeah, I it could work. I think I think they're 
college basketball is undervalued. No right doubt. Now. No doubt. But I also think college basketball needs some work. It does. Where they got to go to quarters. They got to do the advance the ball. The like, women's tournament the win- has been much huh. more watchable. I mean, my God, like today when Mulkey lost her mind and nobody the, knew what was happening. And, yeah. But then, then the ref comes to the camera like they do in the NBA and they tell you what the, the, what the call that they just did. Why can't we do that in the men's game? Why is that not happening? Why are we why are we still at halves? I don't know. Yeah. Is it strictly money? Is it the timeouts? I I don't understand. No, I don't I don't what, think it has anything to do with who, that. Who in their right mind is being like this is the best thing for the men's game? Nobody can look me in the eye and tell me that these halves are still a good thing. It's it's I I am on board with because yeah. the foul resetting is huge. Oh. The Plus women's the drama at the end of the quarter. The women's game so much better. I love. I, I know it's weird. I love the advancing the ball. It just adds another oh, dynamic to the strategy. Absolutely. There. There's a reason why the women's ratings have skyrocketed and the men's has dropped this year. And I would also make the point that the men's game is going to keep getting less talented in the future. It's going to keep getting older and more ugly. Just physical. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Look Did, at what Iowa State's doing. It wins. Jesus. Look, like, San Diego State wins. I mean, we had like those Niang and Naz teams, and they were going the same record in conference sometimes. Maybe. What did Prom's team go? That Sweet 16 team. What were they, 10 and 8? In the Big 12? Yeah. yeah. They were 10 and 8. Like, that's not much better than these, you know, teams like the mm. TJ and those guys are just throwing together. No, it, it can still win until it's officiated differently. Right? And the problem is, is they they have these mandates in the in the non conference, but then they just stop doing it. So bad. And, but it, it comes down to it's another conversation on officiating that they're just not enough headstrong people, conference to conference, continuity wise. Like all each of these conference has their own little ecosystem of officials. I was just telling my neighbor Wes, Hawkeye fan, he's probably not listening. Um, he didn't understand in college basketball that it's not like football. No. He thought, like, oh, well, because he was pissed about the Iowa women's game today. Yeah, He's I, like, oh, well. I'm welcome to the uh, the show that is women's basketball officiating, everybody. He's like, well, what conference were they from? And I'm like, they're not. No. Like, that's not that's not how the – and, and it, people don't really – yeah, there's understand that about college basketball that it's just these random people that they're throwing together on a random Tuesday night. Yep. Yep. And I just I I don't have any faith that officiating in college basketball is going to get better. I I just I was entertained I'm entertained by the tournament but it's just I'm the women's the women's tournament has been more entertaining. Oh. Like it's just been better basketball. I I don't the men's game I have a hard time understanding, and actually, if Jeff Van Gundy was going on and on about this, and I agree wholeheartedly. Why? Why is the NBA the least physical, you, you know, league compared? Like there, there are way more touch fouls called in that than the than college basketball. It should be other. They at least should be on the same page. And these call, the men's game has just turned into, and they keep saying they're going to fix it, but they still haven't, which has benefited Iowa State because they are taking advantage of what they can do. But I just the 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 skill situation and just the tug of war it's just not fun to watch a lot of times. This has been fun. Uh, we're can I make one announcement? Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you got? So we we've been doing this. Uh, we're doing this giveaway for a, an autographed basketball for we will as part of just a fun promotion type thing. And I have the winner. Oh, can you give me can you give me a drum roll? We're announcing the winner here on 
the Cyclone Fanatic podcast. The winner gets an autographed 2022-2023 Iowa State men's basketball. Okay. Tell me when. And the winner is Kristen Messersmith. Congratulations, Kristen. Kristen. We will... I will be shooting you an email here this weekend. Bada boom. A basketball will be on your way. Also, we are going to do another giveaway with some cool merchandise from Cyclones in the NFL. Oh. Free to enter. Stay tuned. NILgiveaways.com slash we will and follow our socials. That's badass. Yeah. Could you potentially? I'm just kidding. I was gonna ask for a favor. <laughs> anything for you, anything for you, my friend. But no, it's some really cool stuff that we we've accumulated from some cyclones. You'll love it when we get our studio done, and and it will be this summer. I just haven't had time to work on it, but we've got all these cyclone and the pros jerseys yeah. that are framed that are gonna be hanging. It's gonna be cool. You guys, you guys are gonna love the it. The great thing is, this is totally free to enter. And the only, why are we yeah. doing this? It's just trying to get the word out of yeah. of what we're what we're up to. So that's that's pretty much it. English, take us home. Let's go. All right. It's going to be a busy week. It's going to be a busy week. At least the dead period ends on Thursday. Thursday. Whatever the sixth is. I don't know. And then buckle up there. And then it's on. It's on. We're going to be okay, though. He's Brent Bloom. I'm Chris Williams. Presented as always by Mechdyne. Have a great week, guys. Cheers. Cheers.